Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Blue Shirt Underground Radio. Today is Thursday, June 13th. I think game one of the finals just ended a few minutes ago. Eddie, are you there? I am rocking in the free world, as they say, commanding the respect that both of us deserve. That's right. Sitting in the cap demanding. We command, and everybody demands and commands here at the underground, and I have to say, each one of the chatters in the chat room command their own certain level of respect. Me? What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're here. Nobody could. They're they here on a, a, I mean, on a, a Thursday night, no Ranger hockey going on, but... Uh, Lots, uh, we used to be a, a lot of things going on, a lot of things going through my brain, maybe their brains. Oh, Lord. So, yes, I'm uh, good. I just, I came from a uh, my uh, town civic association meeting. It was quite, that's why I was a little bit late. It was quite uh, heated. Your Your town civic association meeting? Uh-huh, yes. Wow. I live in. Are you running for mayor Very or something? Well. Are you running for alderman? Uh, we don't have mayors, but uh, <laughs> if we did, uh, I would run. Because, frankly, uh, there are a bunch of nutballs at this thing. It's very entertaining to see you. Now, now do, you go to, do you go to speak and voice concerns, or, you, or are you just there for the entertainment? Oh, no, I, I go toe-to-toe with these these. 
I, I like to speak, although I was kind of, and I'm not blaming it on her, but it was getting so heated, my wife told me maybe to defer it to another time in fear of me getting beaten up. We're going to table the discussion. Yeah, because I don't want to go into it. We'll do a whole uh, Ron Cockerman Civic Association show. Uh, I, well, first of all, I think that would be very interesting. And second of all, I'd pay twenty bucks to sit in a, to sit in a civic association meeting when you're up there yelling and banging the shoe on the table like Khrushchev. <laughs> you know, it's like, like I just I just talk about it briefly. Uh, we're having the Long Island Railroad. The last stop, as you know, and I've said this on the program, is the Ron Conklin Railroad Station. You've been there. Uh, I mean, it's not a bad railroad station, but it's not necessarily, like, the nicest thing you've ever been to, right? It's well, all right. They, well, yeah, but, like, across the street, it's very shady. There's a lot of shady areas. They're going to rebuild the whole thing. They're going to make a giant hub. So, very nice. In the middle of this thing, that they're, they're, they're showing the, 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 how it's going to look. I mean, it looks great. It looks fantastic. It's, it's like, uh, you know, it's an architectural masterpiece. Anyway, some guy gets up. I heard this is all being funded by Saudi Arabia or Maryland. <laughs> Where do you get those two? Saudi Arabia or Maryland? And I'm ready to go. And he goes, I'm from Yapank, which is like, you know, like say somebody's from Las Vegas and they're concerned what you're talking about at your neighborhood. Right. He doesn't even live in it. And he goes, blah, blah, blah. And I go, dude, you're from Yapank. I'm like mumbling it, but kind of loud, like, you're from Yapank. Right. Just shut Dude, you know, like what? So anyway, it's, you're uh, from Winterfell. What the hell do you care what goes on I in Harren Hall for? Coming to tea party experience there with everybody. You know, everybody was ready. Yeah, hey, Obama. Hey, over there, Obama phones. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know what they're talking about. Anywho, <laughs> it basically sounds- boils down to a bunch of racist. You know, doing like a let's keep the blacks out. Talking points. It was ridiculous. That's why I wanted to go nuts. So anyway. Archie Bunker and uh, and Munson passing the petition. Exactly. <laughs> what they call those things? They were blockbusters. Right, right. Okay, now. Uh, Gwen Taylor is passing around a questionnaire. Oh, yeah. What the hell is this? I mean, really, in this day and age of technology, I mean, she doesn't write down tablets like Moses did. He's going to come down from Mount Sinai, whatever that mountain was, and he comes down and, you heathens! I am the Lord thy God. Moses, I mean, do you hear me? I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. A deaf man could hear you. <laughs> I mean, aren't we sick of time? And after the Brian Trache handwritten essay, and didn't he learn his lesson? A questionnaire. I mean, what could you possibly put on that question? I mean, we could, do fun, we could do we could do three days of shows, two hours a night on questions. Question number one. How many brothers does Mark Stahl have? Question number two. 
what would question number two go? How, what what uh, what percentage of of your schedule should your starting goaltender play? Right. <laughs> I mean, what could he be asking him? What are your long term goals? You know, like it's like it's, it could be like a match dot com. Like, yeah. Did you ever have you to know, take a? Did you ever apply for a job where you had to take a, a personality test? Now those. Ever have uh, to take- I'm too old for that kind of stuff. I'm sure chat room has, you know, uh, do you, they'll ask you questions like, do you blush? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Do you blush? It's all, and it's like, it's formulatic. They look for a pattern in your answers to try and determine your personality. I did my current job. I took what's called a PI. I think they call it the PI index or something like that. And, uh, and they ask you, I don't know how many questions this thing was, maybe a hundred. And you had to answer all these questions, and it determines your personality. And I actually got to, I actually got to see the results about a year ago. One of my, another person in my department, she had them in a in a folder, and she found them, and, and I read them, and I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty close to me. And, but um, anyway, but I could just imagine what's on this 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 questionnaire. And then they're meeting at his house. Do you listen to internet radio? <laughs> do, you listen to, do you listen to Blue Shit Underground? Do you realize you're making yourself with all these leaks of where you're conducting these interviews and in his house and he's mansion. lounging around, smoking a cigar? Like half sitting on the like back half. by the pool? You know. <laughs> in his role and it has all like cigar holes in it. Yeah, what do they call that? What do they call that? They, always, they always talk about it on uh, Howard. The Grotto. The Grotto, yeah. He's <laughs> at the Grotto with, with Rosasco and like a Speedo. You know, Rosasco's like is old naked boy. like he was at those. Fred Rich is <laughs> all naked like he was at that ESPN issue. <laughs> That's what he earns his money for now. He's just like a, a showpiece with Grotto. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure why we're interpreting all of this so gay, but. I don't know. Well, it's just so weird. I mean, it's just weird. It is. It is. It's very strange. Especially, like, yeah. it's not like some Ricky Dink, like, Alberta, you know, oil drillers team. It's the New York <laughs> Rangers. It's New York City. We've got plenty of offices, Madison Square Garden, Dole. I mean, you've got decent hotels in the city, aren't there? Yeah. We've no, got to do it in Casa de Cesar over there. Yeah, and I love the fact that he's got a mansion in La Quinta, California. <laughs> La Quinta. I don't know, but I think we're having it at the La Quinta uh, lobby, those hotels. <laughs> in East Rutherford. Speaking <laughs> of cheapness, this, I'm, I'm just all over the place today because I'm so excited after the meeting. That's okay. Um, now, the New York Islanders lost their captain to free agency. Mark Strike to the Philadelphia well, they, Flyers. They traded him. They didn't. They didn't lose him to free oh, agency. They, they traded. Him. Okay. They okay. traded his rights. What they get? Pick, I think fifth round pick, fourth round pick, something like that. So you, they traded the rights of their captain, right? Who obviously didn't want to stay there for a fifth round pick. I'm trying to think of an instance other than Chris Drury, uh, where a captain would not even be like, 
you know, he's usually the most important guy or most respected, most valuable in some way on your team. And they just didn't have the money to even compete. Well, who's to say he who's to say he doesn't he, I mean he might not he doesn't he could still wind up as a free agent if he can't come to terms with the Flyers and then he goes back to the to the shithole and plays on Long Island. He'll be at your next uh, civic association meeting. Mark Streit I'd like to speak on, I'd like to speak on behalf of uh the traffic light that's out on on uh, on Victory Lane down there. Well, you know what? I see Gene is talking about he's asking for stupid money, but you know what? Offensive defensemen at any age, and he's 35. He certainly doesn't look like he's like uh, you know on the downward spiral. He had a right. pretty good season last year. Offensive defensemen are hard to come by, and I think you you Ranger fans got to start thinking, open up your purse strings a little bit more. You get a little too crazy. Because I like, I think the Rangers go after Keith Yandel. Call me crazy. But they need that offensive defenseman, and you're going to have to overpay for these guys. It's just the way it goes. I mean, uh, but uh, listen, I may be in the minority here. I think they're dwindling. They're hard to find. And you're going to have to overpay. It's just the way it is. Don't give them 10 years. Don't go nuts. I noticed as soon as they say, get Keith the Angel, half the chat room dropped. Maybe they were like, oh, boy, really? He's gone Looney Tunes, finally. Who's Keith the uh, Who's Keith the Angel, yes. Who's Keith the Angel? Everybody get any Angel on this situation here? Uh, <laughs> but that, that's a topic. I, I just thought it was strange that a captain would go, you know, maybe Ryan Callahan just being like, ah. We'll trade you. We know you're not going to sign here, so, or we don't have the money to sign you. And I don't yeah. know. I just thought it was. So the Rangers uh, don't uh, trade captains. They the Rangers don't trade captains. They buy them out. <laughs> yes. Right. Was it Holy Captain when he was bought out? I don't know. I tried to block that whole era out. Era. It, it, era. It, it was pretty forgettable. Was it, what were we paying? Ten, twelve million dollars? I think it was something nine. Like yeah, it was nine. But there was it no was, cap. Yeah, it was pre-cap. Right. It was pretty. Uh, which somehow, which somehow, Ranger fans don't justify as a ridiculous move by Glenn, Glenn Sather's part because there was no cap. Yeah. The cap is which made him actually come back, or actually have to deal with reality. And not that he's done such a great job with that since, but uh, he has uh, come to his senses in a lot of regards. He's a real wizard. Uh, except still passing out freaking questionnaires in 2014. Uh, question number five. How do you feel about Larry Brooks? <laughs> uh, you guys crack me up. You and your... You know, so, you know what I, you know what I've been thinking about watching watching the playoffs and watching playoff hockey and watching you know all these different teams and and you know you got the game is is on the NHL network sometimes and you know you got Game Center you watch all these different games you know the Rangers well this whole MSG well no no actually that's not true because of the how come the Rangers don't don't employ any female reporters like 
other networks. Like every other – you watch any – besides uh, – the Devils have Deb Kaufman, right, or whatever her name, Deb Placey. Deb Placey. She, do, yeah. she does Devils. She's like in the Devils studio, right? Yeah, more more often than not. But the, the Rangers are the only team I, that I see watch their home broadcasts. They're the only ones that don't employ – it's nothing but old bald men and Ron Duguay, the, the, the magician. Yes. Very strange. Well, by the way, what time is Catherine Tappan on tonight? Is she, is she calling in shortly, or? Ah, uh, I've been working on that day and night. I do have Leslie Treff for next week. That's all I could do. But Leslie Treff is more. It will give us ten times more information than Catherine Tappan will ever will. So Leslie Treff is going to talk about the prospects and her prospect ratings and where they fall and. And have they moved up from when she did them probably, I'd say, three-quarters last year uh, she had done her her ratings. And uh, I wonder who has gone up and who has fallen. Very interesting what she says about Dylan McElrath, Christian Thomas I'm also very interested in. Uh, I'm also interested in – who else am I interested in? Uh, Cam Talbot. Oh, she said, no, seriously, though, her last report was that Ken Talbot is coming along. Now, he may not be a starting goaltender, but perhaps maybe Marty Biron will be replaced somewhere down the line. Uh, I'm also interested in, oh, that Oscar Lindbergh guy, the guy we got for Ethan Werrick. Uh, you see his name bandied about in the, the Ranger uh, Ranger world. And uh, um, Jan Rivik, Jan Rivik, I like. I saw a little bit of him, interested in him. But other than that, Kyle Jeans, Gene Genie, I could care less about. You're, uh, I don't know, whatever they got over there. Chris Kreider, who, you know, I was listening to a broadcast from 2010, and we were talking about Chris Kreider then when, um, I guess, 2009, 2010. I guess it's like the year he was drafted. He was, yeah, because that was Tavares' first year. So that he was drafted in the Tavares draft. So 2009, 2010. And it was interesting because I was listening to the thing, and we, you know, of course, we were doing some brilliant interviewing. And she said that Chris uh, didn't have. He got he got up to a slow start in college at the beginning because. He didn't really wasn't well coached when he was in, I guess, junior college or whatever they he was playing in before that, or yeah. high school, whatever he was. He was not being coached all that well, and he, he got off to a slow start. And she said he's kind of a slow starter, but he he's smart and he picks up things well. And I was like, wow, you know, that's kind of like now. I feel like with Tortorella, you know, he he had you know he hasn't. Yeah, you know he's had, he's had pretty good post seasons, but he's not really done anything in the regular season. So perhaps with the new coach, he could learn you know, how to play hockey, not sit, right. you know, be be defensive first. So right. it kind of gave me like a new a new take on on Chris, and uh, you know it's exactly what what she said. I mean, you know, he, you know he's he can be physical. And I think we saw a little bit of that last year. You know, he could take the bodies big enough. 
So, uh, so anyway, that's what uh, I was. So Leslie will be with us next week. She's all excited. She says lots of changes, lots to talk about. So that'll be fun. what night? What night is that? I don't know. I said Wednesday or Thursday. It depends what's better for you. Uh, Wednesday. Now that also depends on the the Stanley Cup schedule. Can anybody check t- for me if there's a game Wednesday? Charlie Osby Spumante. I can do that. I can do that uh, while you riff with the people. Yes. So we'll we'll have that for you, which will be good. Oh, great! It'll be freaking great. There's a game so next now, Wednesday. Okay. How about Thursday? I cannot do Thursday. Can you do the game Tuesday? There is no game Tuesday. I can be available Tuesday. Okay, I'll ask Leslie about Tuesday. Okay. So, yes, New York Ranger fan in New Jersey is right. Kreider did uh, uh, run over Seidenberg on one shift. Yes, that was an awesome hit, by the way. Um, so we'll find out where everybody is uh, on that, uh, on her list and all that. So now we're down, uh, you know, are there... Um, are there uh I mean really is it come down to Elaine Vigneault, Lindy Ruff? I know you're sick and tired of hearing about this. Everybody No, is. I don't mind talking about it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Elaine Vigneault was on this mysterious plane again. They're always on a plane. Now where did he well, go? Did he go to New York they, or where Saver is? No, he went to he was out on the grotto. Oh, with naked Brad Richards? <laughs> <laughs> and Rosasco. And... <laughs> Rosasco. I mean, you know, I don't you like Rosasco. I mean, Rosasco. what a sausage fest it must be. They're all staying. I'm sure. You think Glenn puts them all up? You think? You think? What? What? I mean, just a mat. Like is his mansion, right? Does Glenn have his own bedroom with his own bathroom, or does somebody have to go into shitter first thing in the morning after Glenn? Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, I mean, somebody's got to follow follow Sather into the bathroom. I mean, you know how it is. You go stay at somebody's house or something. You know, oh, man, you know, never – oh, somebody in the bathroom. Somebody in there. Oh, anybody? Hello? Is it all right to shout? I'll be out in a minute. Sather comes out, cigar in his mouth. You know, the robe doesn't quite close, and maybe Sather doesn't wear boxes. I don't know. Just, you know, just picture it. Those this. burn holes, like you can see through <laughs> where his penis is. I'm so gay. She's still took an awful turn. Uh, yeah. Now, Gina's reporting here not about what she told, but that uh, that Vigneault went from uh, California and the La Quinta there to Dallas. Now, why would he just got take the Dallas job? The Dallas that's a de facto loser job. He's got to keep his options open. I think he's Why would you go to Dallas? Got to keep his options open <clears throat> because this Messier thing just won't go away, and 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 I'm not sure. I still think um, what's that? Make it go away. Do everything oh, in your power. I wish. <laughs> CCP. I heard Sather doesn't flush. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> anyway, Sather leaves the seat up. Rosasco falls in the toilet. It's all a mess. Anyway, 
well, see, what I'm, I think the Rangers are are also waiting out uh, uh, to see what what's going on with with your Phoenix Coyotes. I think they're. I think Tippett. They're going to Seattle now. What's happening? That's what Costa well, told me, Earl. Oh, well, apparently now uh, there's a Glendale City Council meeting. Now you should go to that. You should fly out here and go to the Glendale City you Council. Should go to that. Well, you, wow. That's your neck of the woods. You're the activist. I got enough to do. <laughs> You're the lobbyist. Me, I'm, I'm the most inactive activist there ever was. <laughs> uh, so uh, apparently they're meeting on the 25th, I think. But uh, I, you know, there's, I, I don't, I, I don't see them staying. Unfortunately. Really? Unfortunately. You're say sayonara, huh? I think so. I think so. That whole entertainment complex they built around the arena, they're all going broke. Yeah, but that Alice Cooper's down there. Oh, that's down by the ballpark. That's downtown. Oh, okay. The Coyotes play way out on the west side. Out by, uh, right next to the Cardinals Stadium. Okay. So that whole place is it, it's it's falling apart. A lot of the businesses there are in trouble. I think the I think the the company that owns it's called Westgate. I think the company that owns it. I think they were being foreclosed on. Uh, yeah, it's a Westgate's disaster. The same people who own all the malls and all that stuff. No, not Westlake. West West Westfield, Westgate. Maybe. Like, Westfield. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I think I'm thinking of Westfield. So. Where are they going to move? Paramus? Oh. Yeah, there you go. Paramus. Play out by John Newman's house. Uh, I guess Seattle's a possibility. Kansas City's a possibility. All the same places you always hear. Quebec? I don't know. Whatever. Like put Quebec another team now. in Toronto. Hockey. It'll put another team in Toronto. Just don't, have a, don't name it a gay name. You know. Don't make it the uh, the Pelicans like that one team did, the New Orleans the bas- team, whatever they did. Oh, the basketball yeah. team? Yeah, the Pelicans. Yeah, move to Alaska. Call them the Alaskan Miracles. Or the Alaska, what's that movie about the... When Mystery the, uh, Alaska. Rangers. Mystery Alaska. Alaska Mystery. There's They're your Alaskan. Four million. <laughs> you get the Binsky to play there. Who else is from Alaska we always talked about? Gomez. 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 Okay. So, uh, yeah. What? Khadid, you spoke French. Oh, yes, that's right. So, uh, so, uh, you got a lot of people out there that are anti-Lindsey Ruff. Lloyd Lindsey Ruff, as I call him. Why? I don't understand. Well, I think we debated the good and bad about him last week. I honestly I don't think I don't think the Rangers are that hot for him. I don't hear I nothing mean, about him. Yeah, I mean I they've requested to interview him but they haven't. So at this point he's I mean and he was the if I'm not mistaken, he was the third guy they requested to interview after uh Vino and Akins. So I mean and they haven't interviewed him yet. So they're in no hurry to talk to him. So I really and don't Aikens, think they. 
uh, I really don't Aiken think now off to, re- to ruin all his credibility by taking on the Oilers. Right. Bad Which means move. that in 10 years he'll be the Rangers coach. Yes. After he leads them to a couple cups. Right. Ninth year. Because that, that right. team has got a lot. A lot of horses, a lot of a lot of players with tools, but not the toolboxes, as our friend Theo Fleury said. Got to get some defense in there for Edmonton. Anyway, now he replaces. Uh, no wait, no, uh, Renning was a last the year before. I think they had a new coach this year. Who got fired up there in Edmonton? Cutter, you got nothing to do. Figure it out, for Kruger. Me. Figure it out, Kruger. Kruger. Marcus Kruger. Kruger? Yeah, that's him. Ralph Kruger. Uh, Marcus Kruger we is need, on Chicago. You need no stinking cutsy. I know. I got, we got it. Gina. I got oh, it. You got it? Uh, I think I, Gina think I said it was Kruger. The guy won from Steinberg. Jeff Diamond late to the dance. Of course. So uh, so he replaces uh, Kruger up there, and now they got Dallas Aikens. Oh, God bless them. Right. He was over so, there. Now he's over here. Now he's over here. Now we got Elaine Vigneault. Now, as I put in my post, there's another guy apparently somewhere that's being talked about, the immortal John Stevens. Now, I was talking to my friend today about John Stevens, and he said he once coached the Flyers. Is that That correct? Yes, that is correct. you, You were on the ball tonight, my friend. I have come with a multitude of questions, and you've been right on them. Hey, you, you sound now, somewhat surprised at that. Well, I, I, I really didn't. You know, I'm kind of throwing these things out. They're not like prepared things or things that you. I'm sure you. Did, you, you know, sometimes I worry about you when it's non-ranger related. Let's face it. Uh, but so John Stevens, wow. I'm hearing. Uh, who is the assistant with Los Angeles, is also a dark horse, if you will, for the job. He may be like Plan D. Plan D. Eddie, the limo late. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, he, didn't, he, didn't do, he, didn't, he didn't do much with, with part of it with the footy golem. Anyway. Golem talk. <laughs> Two people. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, actually, no, this I... just in. Give it to me. This is fresh off the off the presses. Uh, this is from the Toronto Globe and Mail that John Stevens is the front runner for the Vancouver Canucks vacant head coaching position. Ah, uh, he was from. He went from being our dark horse. Now he's gonna get the Vancouver job. There was a brief explosion of interest this week when deposed. I like that deposed New York Rangers bench boss John Tortorella was interviewed in Vancouver, but the ordinary coach is a much more likely candidate in Dallas, where he is set to be next week. They're gonna. He's going to get shot in Dallas. They like their guns down there. One of those reporters might shoot toy. Man, cool. He would never let. Think about, think about this. I mean, 
although New York is a entertainment capital of the world and the sports is so highly regarded, hockey's really not covered that diligently. But for what six reporters he had in the you know dressing room night after night, he couldn't get along with. Imagine Vancouver, where hockey is paramount. Canada, right. where it's paramount. Dealing with thirty reporters. Holy cow! You better. I mean, you I better come to Dallas where they probably have two beat reporters. I mean, I don't know how many newspapers there are in Vancouver, but let's just assume there's two. And then, you know, how many TV stations, how many radio stations, TSN, CBC, all covering the Canucks on a daily basis? Whereas here, you got you got four beat reporters, and then you got one guy from the NHL putzing around. Yeah, and half of them are from New Jersey, not even New York. That's true. About a Carpinello. And uh, uh, Andrew, Andrew Gross. Gross. Let me get Larry Brooks zip ahead. Right. And so, and further proof that Jersey guys are just better. Because the Jersey guys will come on this show, the New York guys won't. Oh, yeah, they're all big with it. Well, I still like Larry Brooks when I asked him if he'd come on the air. He said, no, but I always appreciate a grassroots movement. I guess that's what so we Larry, are. So, Larry, you're huh? okay. Alien head. Whatever you are. Creature you are. We like you, Larry. That zipper head steals from me. He steals! He does. Steals from me. I say, Frodo Promoto, what happens next day? It's in the face. Son of a bitch. Steals from me. This is what happens when you steal from us. Nothing. Right. Nothing happens. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing will happen to you. Uh, so Although the Rangers John, tried to steal an internet radio show, and that didn't work out so well for him, did they? Did it? Uh, because they found out it can't be successful. What was that it's on like for about three weeks? Yeah, that was terrible. But now uh, they moved on to bigger and better things, us too. I don't know if bigger and better is the word. Uh, and so, uh, so if John Stevens, he was the dog cross, now he's going to be the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, He's a lead runner. He's the Vancouver Canucks coach, according to the Toronto Globe and Mail. And they would know their stuff. And, but, but, uh, let's just pray that Messier is not going to be the coach. Because, uh, frankly, what, what, uh, you think it's going to happen? You think we're going to get bent over on this? Well, now all of a sudden they're talking about the Messier's cabinet, you know? I mean, cabinet? His assistant. Did you hear about this? No, I ain't about nothing about it. It, it, I, I forget. It might have been Dancing Larry Brooks that had it in his article today or yesterday. That it, I worry. It is expected that uh, if Messier gets the job, uh, that one of his assistants will be Brian Leach. Now, how often do you hear? In any sport, do you if you're hearing rumors of a coach coming, okay? How often do you hear about who's rumored to be the assistants before the coach is named? Am I making sense? Right. Hey. Like, and, like and the and Jets I are going to interview Rex Ryan. You know, Rex Ryan is interested in the Jets job, and he's going to bring along Marty Mornweg or whatever his name is as his offensive coordinator. Right, no, right. That's not what you hear. You'll just hear, you know. Well, so. the thing with Larry, and usually I think Larry is 
just trying to sell papers. But Larry does have the king's ear. He's the only one. He's the only one that say the trusts. And if this is uh, some leakage, this would go into the possible interviewing of Joey Mullen and Nick Fatiu earlier that perhaps she may get like a Nikki and Brian Leach and a, a Joey Mullen and a Brian Leach along with Messier. I can't see how it possibly could end well. Now, according to no. Larry, according to uh, Dance and Larry this morning, the Rangers say the Rangers were impressed with Elaine Vigneault, and he would be considered the leader in the clubhouse. But who? I like Vigneault. Vigneault. Yes. Well, he made a favorable impression. How could you make it? If Tortorella got the job, how could you make a, a non-favorable impression? No, I got a better one for you. Brian Trottier got this job. I mean, really? What do you got to do to fuck this up? <laughs> and Let's sources a, from sorry, the Boston area. I'm sorry. What was that? They just give him an eye test like it did DMV. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a top flight organization. Let me tell you, we root for... Uh, Sources from the Boston area where Brian Leach makes his home told the Post that the Hall of Fame defenseman would likely join the Rangers coaching staff as an assistant if Messier is hired. Why why does all Ranger news flow from Boston? (laughs) The Mark Stahl injury news came from Boston. Messier interested in the job came from Boston. The rumor about Sather stepping down as GM possibly came from Boston. I bet you they, you know, I bet you they, the the New York guys leaked that stuff to the Boston guys because they don't want to get in trouble here in New York uh, if they leak stuff by uh, the KGB there, the MSG, the, uh, you know, that prism network they got going, the prism. Everybody's numbers and everything. Whatever. I, I, uh, hey, it's John Rosasco. Era, what do you want, Era. John? <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard I you got a rumor. Sather might be stepping down. Pass it on. Oh, you say Sather might be dropped. Maybe, maybe stepping down now. When I went into an Irish guy. Well, same thing. Boston. Well, everybody in Boston's Irish, right? Yeah. So you think they they're stepping, stepping down, down, eh? <laughs> oh my God! So yeah, I. Yeah, we'll have to ask one of the beat writers that one time. How come uh, everybody in Boston's getting no- scoops on you guys? Why don't we start asking Boston reporters to come on the show? Yeah, you know, we'll ask the Boston hockey guys to come on. Yeah. Like they don't they have enough to cover the Stanley Cup. <laughs> right. Hey, it's like uh, that Tory Krug's done really well since that Ranger series. He hasn't gotten a goal yet. And I think he cost them a goal last night. I didn't see the third period. Yeah, he did. Three overtimes. How'd you like that? You watch it? Or, what, or were you boycotting? No, I, I saw. I, I didn't see the whole game. I saw. I saw parts of it. Who are you rooting for? 
don't really care. Won't 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 uh, won't be upset if either team wins. I, I always pull I always pull original six when the Rangers are out. So I'm I'm very happy to see an original six final. The only thing I don't like about it is that if I have to hear, oh, you know, the last time they had an original six final was 1979, and then I got to hear the whole story. Oh, the Rangers won game one, four to one, and then they were up two to nothing, seven minutes into game two, and then it all fell apart. Oh, Jesus Christ! I remember. It. You know, that's nobody remember. That's what annoys me about that series. That's how that series is encapsulated forever. It's never like. I think it was game four at the Garden, went to overtime, and then Serge Savard scored. I mean, that series was still – I mean, they would eventually lost. I mean, the Canadians had a powerhouse, and J.D. had run out of gas. But it, it was that, – that's how it was painted. The Rangers were up, and they blew it. They really – We're up against a dynasty. Happy. Yeah. Come on. Give me a break. Uh, era, era. Now, speaking of, yeah. you, since you said you were listening to old shows, I'm going to hand out, since we have some people here that are newer than others, I'm going to hand out a homework assignment since we're talking about old shows and we're talking about Ranger history. If you guys go back and look, uh, you can find it on iTunes, you can find it on on the website. If you get a chance, sometime this week, go back and find our show from... Hold on, I will give you the exact date because I've been listening to it in my like car. I got nothing better to do. Oh, that's right. I have nothing better to do. From November third, two thousand nine, uh, when we were still Blue Shirt Banner Radio, Eddie and I had actually just started dating at this point, and we had the mm-hmm. late, the late great, and I do mean great, John Halligan on the show. It was only about uh, God, I don't know, maybe three months before he passed away. He had just finished. 100 Ranger greats with Adam Rader and Russ Cohen and came on and talked to us. I don't remember if he did the whole show, but we got him, I, I think, for at least about an hour and a half. He, Bill Chadwick had just died, and he told us some great Bill Chadwick stories. Oh, yeah. So if you get a chance, go back and listen to that show. He, he talks about he talks about everything. He talks about the Emil Francis years. He talks about it, the Esposito years. He talks about the 79 finals run. He talks everything. He covers it all. So that's your homework for for our next show. Maybe we'll ask a trivia question, and and Eddie Eddie will give you something for free. <laughs> oh, great! I don't know. You're always giving away rookie cocky cards. I I, I what am I going to? Yeah, I'll people? give away something. I'm looking around my room right now. What can I give away? I got an old Mets lunchbox. I got a I got the a beer bottle from the last year of Shea Stadium. I ain't got much. I really don't. I have a Mc. I have a Messier McFarlane, but I guess it was during a strike year because he's only wearing the NHLPA instead of the Rangers shield. It's weird. Oh, and, really? And on his jersey, yeah, it's weird. Maybe it's not a McFarlane, but it looks similar to McFarlane. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll do that. We'll we'll cover a couple of trivia questions. So. Uh, yeah, now, 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 I don't know where I'm Oh, going. wow. I just, I, I tried to, uh, uh, CCCP, you can find it. it. Just go to iTunes. It's on there. That's how I found it. Every once in a while, when I get bored and I'm, I'm in the truck, I'm like, ah, let me pull up an old show and I'll download an old show and just go back and listen to it. 
But I, I and I actually Googled uh, November third, two thousand nine, Blue Shirt Banner Radio, and Ranger Crisis comes up, and it says uh, John Halligan spent twenty four years with the New York Rangers as public relations director, business manager, and vice president of communications. John has written four books, including the book in the rack pictured above, the mouth and, and the link covered topics. There? What's that? There's no link there for the broadcast. No, the link's not there. Uh, the Mouth and Jim covered topics with John, such as his memories of Bill Chadwick, his new book, as well as got all the insight on many Ranger teams he worked with and the hundreds of blue shirt players he dealt with. We can't wait to have him back. Um, oops. 2009. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then another, them back. I'm looking at the, co- the comments. Another great show. When Mandar came on really loud, he reminds me of Paul Bearer, stage of the Paul Bearer stage banter track in France where the kid screams at the top of his lungs and he says, oh, geez, no more soda for that guy. <laughs> Sheer terror? <laughs> what is that? Well, you answered him and you said, yeah, I got to have a talk about Mandar. He's making my ears bleed on the air and that's my job. That's my job. As a matter of fact, Mandar looks a bit like a taller version of Paul Bearer, but the nice. wrestling Paul Bearer. I saw Sheer Terror a few times what I distinctly remember is Paul Bearer kept downing Jägermeister shots like it was water all night while on stage. Oh, was Paul Bearer. About... Okay, I get it now. He's talking about Paul Bearer from the band Sheer Terror. Okay. It was this big, heavy guy that was fucking out of his mind. Gotcha. So, Cole Hanklin's overrated. Think so? I think by Ranger fans, I think he is. I think, well, we got that one nutcase on our group that thinks he's like, he's on par with Guy Lafleur. <laughs> Somebody uh, post Guy Lafleur's first two reg- uh, full seasons in hockey. I mean, uh, I think I got, Carl I got Hacklin's news good. I think Guy Lafleur's hockey were better than Carl Hacklin's. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think Cole Hagelin's good, and I think he's going to improve. But, I, but see, I, I, I'm a little worried. Because last year, you remember, I was very critical of Derek Stepan. Right. And he stepped it up. Stepped it up. He stepped it up. And you don't want to start pigeonholing, I guess pigeonholing, a player before he's got a, you know, he's matured and he's settled in. Um, and certainly Derek Stepan exceeded all our expectations last year. But am I ready to put Carl Hagelin in uh, the Stepan and McDonough class if I'm a Ranger fan yet? I don't think so. I don't think he's proven himself uh, as a goal scorer. What do you have? What do you have? Uh, what do you have? Do you have ten goals? I think so. Ten goals in forty games. Now I'm not. I'm not down on the guy. I just think Ranger fans are just so captivated with his speed that they're not seeing. You know, this guy is not a first line hockey player. I mean, can we agree that he? I mean, he would be a good complement on a really, like, dynamite 
with two dynamite line mates, but would he be a, a, a he's certainly not a first liner. No. Second line? Yeah. I don't now, Emily said, coming to the defense of Carl, saying he played with the torn labrium. Uh, and that's true. That's true. But I don't know. I just think, and again, I preface by saying I don't think the guy is not going to be a very good hockey player, that he is that he is not a talent. But I think Ranger fans, and when I talk about that, I talk about, you know, the Bluto's out there and the, not the Bluto's so much, but more like the people that just, I'm not really watching the game as, as closely as the underground is watching it. And I'm sure some people in the underground will disagree with me. But I think Ranger fans hold him in a higher regard than he is. Like, he's untouchable. They cannot trade Carl Hagelin. It would be a disaster to trade Carl Hagelin. I wouldn't go that far. Well, what do you mean? As far as, do you think if they traded Carl Hagelin, you would, would you be upset? Oh, I... <sighs> You'd have to tell. I'd have to see the tra- the trade. Trade him for a seventh round pick. Yeah, sure, I'll be upset. Trade him for uh, Malkin. <laughs> Straight up, no, I'll be all right with that. Carl right, Hagelin's so birthday me- is the day before mine. I did not know that. Has no bearing on this conversation. Um. But I remember having these conversations before with you. I mean, we we get with the the. I remember a couple, I guess, three years ago, maybe in two thousand nine. We were maybe. talking about the Ian Callahan, and are our expectations of these guys too high? Or like Dubinsky, we were saying, is he ever going to be a twenty goal scorer like consistently? Callahan had a hard time getting to that number, but Callahan, you know, brings so much else, the goal scoring, and the goal scoring has gone up for him. So maybe, I don't know. I mean, I certainly don't think Carl Hagelin's ever going to get 30 goals in this league. But I guess if you look at him for like, I don't know, 45 points a season, that's 50 points. I guess that's reasonable. Yeah, you know, I think that's reasonable. I mean, he's... And I think... Uh, I don't know... I can't remember if he... He didn't really penalty kill that much last year, did he? I I, I know he did some. But I'm not sure about it. Uh, so, I think that we... You know... And I think a lot... Another person I think that we fell in love with, the trade uh, with Columbus, with Moore, John Moore... I think people got to back down on him a little too. You know, a lot of people are saying he looks like McDonough out there. Ba 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 ba. He's not Ryan McDonough. I mean, I, you know, the game I went to him went to. I thought he he wasn't very good. But again, you're talking about your your third pairing defenseman. Just just be wary out there. Just watch these guys. That's all I'm saying. And, and you know, I think everybody makes smart decisions. Now, you see it around the Internet, people say, oh, Dan Girardi was solid last year. If you watch that, it, 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 then that's a person you can't listen to. 
because Dan Girardi was awful for most of the season. I love Dan Girardi, but you got to call it like you sees it. That's what we do here. We don't mess around. We're watching the games. And, but Dan Girardi played pretty good in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, uh, and another thing, Jim, my friend, uh, yes, and uh, I, I would be remiss if we uh, didn't mention that Mike Delzato had a sports hernia surgery. As he tweeted it about that. Yes. Because Twitter you wouldn't know it. So, you know. That's right. You'd have to hear it from Boston. Yeah, the Boston local Boston reporters. Imagine they, right. they, they, they it was Boston paper. Rangers <laughs> in the globe. <laughs> wow, how, really hit Delzato. Del garbage. I don't know. I'm, what are you on the hate meter for? I think I've asked you this before, but I don't hate the guy. No, I'm still in his corner. I'm I'm like in the middle. Like I, I like I want to see what he does with a new coach. Yeah, so do I. But he he does look all. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't hate him, but I don't love him. I'm not going to fight for him, but I'm you know I'm not going to fight against it. Anyway, so and I was thinking about this. You know, maybe we really as Ranger fans kind of underrated the loss of Mark Stahl in our lineup. She really is so good. Now, I know with that practice system, we would have broke anyway. I mean, let's face it. But that makes less minutes than, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, John Moore had to play and Steve Eminger had to play. So I was kind of thinking about that as well. I'm still lamenting the uh, the uh, the playoffs. I'm still in my mourning. You're not over it. You're still sitting sit, sitting shiver, huh? Sitting shiver. Still so sitting shiver. So hockey's got crowned, anointed the, the, with the Stanley Cup. I'll I'll still wonder. I'll still justify. And I'll say to myself, like, you know, the Rangers really played Boston well. I here's something for Cutter. In the Toronto series, did, was Boston ever, ever down in that series? Games-wise? Yes. Anybody uh, know the answer to that? I don't think they were. But they were they a minute were. and a half away—a minute and a half away from being eliminated. How about that? But this would okay. Games-wise, no. So that means that this now is the first time they've been down in games the entire playoffs. So it'll be uh, that'll be interesting to see if, how they bounce back from that kind of adversity. So, uh, so I was kind of saying, oh, you know, the Rangers really played Boston tight. I don't know the Maple Leafs really should have won that series, but they <laughs> choked. Um, and so I was saying, maybe the Rangers team isn't that far away. Maybe it might be delusional of thinking that we have a good defense and a great goaltender and a couple forwards, and if we just could add maybe two pieces, find the right combos, that we could be a contender. No, I don't think that's uh, that that's. Said, I don't think you're exaggerating. Gene, it's like we're at the town meeting. When you use the word "awful," look up the word "awful." 
okay? I think they're overstepping. Rangers went to three overtimes with them, okay? Uh, The other games were close. I mean, it wasn't like the Rangers were getting blown out. I know in the one game they went to the third period and they lost. I don't think the Rangers were that – the Rangers are very disciplined. I'll tell you one thing with Tortorella. The only thing that he had that I wish that hopefully the next coaches, whatever he was selling, they were buying. They were buying, and they they never veered from that lunatic's plan. I mean, they really didn't. He said, don't take penalties. Guess what? They managed to take no penalties in that series and no penalties in the Capital Series in, each, in one game. I don't even have this possible. They played defensive up the wazoo, which was their detriment, which was their, to, to their death, and they held tight. They certainly gave uh, the Bruins. You want to talk about awful? Talk about Penguins playing the Bruins. That was awful. What they had, that was awful. I mean, listen, I'm not saying the Rangers were world beaters, but I'm just saying that the Rangers team, if they're fed the right information, they buy into it. Now, the problem is with the new coach coming in, whoever it may be, you know, uh, Lloyd Lindsey Ruff, uh, Abe Vigoda, whoever they're bringing in. I think that I hope they're able to soak in what he has to say and because they're going to have to be reprogrammed. I mean, it's like, you know, they've been indoctrinated into this defensive style. Uh, you know, I hope that the, the reprogramming process is is a little bit you know it it doesn't take a while and I think they'll to get them uh, going and you know one thing I noticed about the power plays last night I'm sorry if I'm I'm going too crazy here but um, I, I noticed right away what the problem with the Rangers defenseman was on the power plays the power plays never slide I mean the power play defensemen they're at the point for the Rangers but that's all they stay they just stay there they never move. They never move. They never slide the boards. They never it, – it's just there's no motion. I don't know why I'm trying to dissect the power play blows. That was the last coach. But anyway, I think the Rangers are not – you know, listen, they're not that – I think they got a lot of – I think it's the right direction. They can they can make some noise. I really do. I, because you need defense and you need a goaltender, and they got both. I agree. There, there are a couple of players away, and we're, and I don't think we're talking about big players, like you know, like superstars. They're not. No, I think they're just a couple of a couple of third line guys. I'm telling you, Brian Bickle, if they can get him, fit him in there on a third line, put Frankenstein back to the fourth line where he belongs. Maybe J.T. Miller comes along. Can be done. Well, they're not that no, far I, off. No, I, that's what I think. I think things are more hopeful than they are in previous regime changes because we we have youth there, where we always had guns for hire, and then we right. blew up the team, and then you know. And who knows what other youth is going to be infused next year? Well, and uh. Once again, it's going to be 
to Mr. Magoo to try and somehow hit the target in adding these small acquisitions that help you go over the top. I mean, uh, Taylor Pyatt and uh, Aaron Asham and uh, these guys, uh, they've got to find better than that. Right. I, you know, the Torts favorites, who knows, Brian Boyle could be in the AHL next year. <laughs> we'll put on, because, belongs to the ECHL. Green Road Warrior, Brian Boyle. Uh, and the new coach, I say, listen, dude, this guy's too slow to play on my team. Yeah, he seems to be more of a thinker than I am. So uh, that's all I got, Jim. I know it's 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock here. It's 7 o'clock where you are. Uh, Oscar Lindbergh. Going to ask about him next week to Leslie Treff. Want to find yes. out if the Lindbergh, what they say. Good on face-offs. You want to talk to Costa? Oh, yeah, let's talk to Costa. And then Cutsy is on hold. Costa, what's going on? Are yeah, what's up? Hey. Hey, Costa, how's it going? So, <laughs> you got the house to yourself? Yes, sir. <laughs> I can only imagine the amount of porn streaming through your internet cables. Costa's <laughs> <laughs> got oh. the house to himself. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not on? naked, Eddie, okay? I'm not fucking naked. What? What? Any uh, unrestricted free agents you like besides that guy you were, that's the cock, the guy you were throwing at me this morning? Uh, I've been looking at... Nah. nah. No. No. This is if Zuccarello doesn't return. I like this Damian Bruner guy on Detroit. He's small, but he could score. He's put up some points. He's an unrestricted free agent. I don't think we'll have to pay a lot for him. What's the chat room? Anybody thinking about Damian Bruner? He's under my secret radar. He's your new P- Peter Mueller. Yes. Well, I did what would be true. <laughs> uh, I saw you ask to... Russ Russ Cohen about that about that guy. What what was his yeah. thoughts on him? I missed his response because I just ran in from my meeting. Did he ever respond? Bruner is a better goal scorer, much better choice. See, there you what? go. Agreed. Eddie, you're cutting out. I'm cutting out because I really want to cut it. <laughs> so, yeah, who, he, Costa, who do you want to coach this team? Either Vigneault or Tippett. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm with you. The I'm with you. I'll tell who do you I'll think it's going to be? Ah, jeez. Um, better not be Mike Bossy. If it's mess, I'll 
Oh, 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 oh. Mike Bossy. Renee. Mike Bossy. God damn. Fucking Messier. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All I know, let me tell you about something about Phoenix. If they didn't leave that arena in downtown Phoenix, we wouldn't have this. We don't have discussion well, about that movie. Oh, I, yeah. I, I've been saying that for years, but doesn't matter now anyway. They're probably going. So uh, good, good fuck, good fuck them. Yeah, well, it fucks me too, because then I got well, I got one last chance to less less chance to see them. Okay. So, but <laughs> nobody don't cares about me. You don't think about Jim Coaster, right? <laughs> No. Well, All right, Costa, we'll I, let you go because I know you got to get over to the other show and make your appearance there. I already, I already made my appearance. Uh-oh. Oh, so we're Oh! Oh, what do you do? Go over there, call them up, try it out, and then bring it here? <laughs> you and Bella Bell? <laughs> Catfish and Paulie D over there? <laughs> yeah, really. Got to be something. <laughs> All right, Coach, we'll talk to you soon. All right, Doodle. Like that guy in Cleveland keeping locked up. <laughs> oh, shit. Cutter, what? call back in. I cut Cutter off by accident. Cutter, call back in. Oh, he's going to be like, you guys cut me off on purpose because I was yeah. going to go crazy. Yeah. You know what I'll tell him? This is very important. Open my pants. <laughs> uh, hey, you see Casper Dog? See Casper Dogovins in the finals? And Brendan Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Oh, my God. There he is. All right. There he is. Let's see what he's got to say. This better be good. Hey, guys. How are you? Hi, Cutsy. What's going on? Uh, not much. How about you guys? Fantastic. Same old stuff. Good to hear. Same old, same old? Were you yelling at the cats? No, no. Turn your computer down, first of all. Do my yummy, yummy cupcake. Yummy, yummy cupcake. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Good to see you still got that clip. Of course. Of course. It's you're one of my favorite. You're part of the, you are part of the history of this show. You're in the archives. It's like the Library of Congress over here. Oh, brother. <laughs> That's true. So, so, so you, you have so any who do you coach? want to direct as coach? As a Leafs fan. Um. Well, I'm I'm pretty much anti. Hey, I'm I'm pretty much anti Fino for one good reason. Why? Um. Because, and I don't mean to sound a little prejudiced, but New York doesn't really do well with French Canadian coaches. That's true. Oh, that's not true. Oh, brother. That's not true Jim, at all. 
Jason Kidd's French Canadian. He's just fine. Tom Coughlin's French Canadian. Oh, Willis Reed was a French Canadian. They all did just fine as coaches. Oh, brother. No. Yummy, yummy, cupcake. Yummy, yummy, cupcake. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. Exactly. Thank yeah, you I know, I know, but I mean, when you got a history of Sean G. Talbot, Michelle Bergeron, and Phil Watson, and yes, he was from Montreal, by the way. Yeah, we know. Then there's trouble. Well, That's good. Herm Edwards was French Canadian. He coached the Jets to the playoffs. Herm Edwards was French Canadian. Of course he was. <laughs> okay. I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm trying to only name black guys that were coaches. <laughs> well, it's true. James Patrick did tell us that Michelle Bergeron, they couldn't even understand what he was saying in the line changes. They couldn't make out the names. So maybe the French Canadians are the way. John Guitau, but let's not even count him. Come on. He was basically a friend of the uh, GM. Now, I think Elaine Vigneault will fit in here fine. You just don't want him in because he's an enemy of yours. Yeah. No, Vancouver's not really an enemy of mine. Who's your number one enemy? Ottawa. Dupinski. <laughs> Dupinski. <laughs> Dupinski. Well, it's Ottawa because it. I have, because Admit my brother it. has. Dupinski. 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 Dubinsky. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 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 Give us something here, Cutsy. I feel like we're entertaining you. You should be entertaining us. Go. Here's your um, TV. Well, remember, last time I called in was when, was uh, I believe, when, before, well, when the playoffs started. And um, I, said, I said that Boston was going to be Toronto, and it actually was good because it would have been my worst nightmare. Who to cheer for, the Leafs or the Rangers in the second round? Ah, you would have rooted for the Leafs. I wouldn't have blamed you for rooting the Leafs. They're your number one team. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I know, but I would have had a hunch the Rangers would have won. So, I would have won. Uh, what, do you, what do you know, since you're our, a Leafs connection, what do you know about this Tyler Bozak? He's a UFA this uh, year. Uh, was he, what kind of player is he? Um. Well, well Bozak's pretty much got his got the face off and all that. Otherwise he's not pretty much he's not good offensively. Okay. Anyway, ah. um yeah. Well because I could, well as you may know I picked Chicago to win the cup, but that but that's because, but that's because Tuka Rask is it because I don't like Tuka Rask because remember the league the Leafs got rid of Tuka Rask unfairly. What do you mean unfairly? The, the um, Leafs got a blues. No, 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 no. The Leafs drafted him in 04. <laughs> no. Eddie. Eddie, Eddie the Leafs drafted. 
The Leafs drafted Rask in 04, and then two years later, they traded him to Boston for Raycroft. Ah. Lunch, Lady Doris. Have you got any grease? Yes. Yes, we do. Then grease me up, woman. Okie dokie. Oh, my God. I'm going to pack it in. This is how I'm going to end it. Okay, I'm tr- I know I didn't get this down pat, but I'm just, I was trying to remember the Torsi song. The Torsi song? But, hey. Give it to us. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay. Um, Crosby, cr- 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 goodbye. Bye-bye, cr- cr- Crosby, you bum. Now you can sack Mario Lemieux's cum. Bye-bye. That was Don't pretty no, I was trying to soak it in. But do it again. Oh, do it again. Okay. Crosby, goodbye. Wait, 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 wait. Cutter, cutter. Hold on. Not yet. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. We're going to do this. Let's do it right. And go. Go. Crosby, goodbye. Well, Cutter, once again, you've brought the show to a screeching halt. Well, you guys were going to end it anyway, so... Like... I know. Okay, catch you guys later. Take care, man. Great call, call. Call. I shall. What? I don't know. I'm not crazy. Everybody's talking about Daniel Briere being bought out. I don't want that fragile little frog. Oh my God. A little, a little. <laughs> <laughs> fragile little frog. Sorry, Danny. Because you have that flyer taint. At least the Flyers are a good organization. They don't make too many trades in the offseason. They just turn over their team every year. They suck. Well, Jim, we've come down to the end of our road, uh, the end of our time. (laughs) With the underground radio throng, my dear friends, my gentle heart. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, guys. Um... Try not to get too crazy about what people type in our group because most of them are certifiably insane and know nothing about hockey. <laughs> but I'm glad that you joined us here. The William Toss, the Genas, the Robbies, the Emilys, the Coasters, the Howies, the, Just- the, Howies, the Guests, the CCCPs of the world, Jonathan Grossman, everybody. If I forgot your name, it's because early Alzheimer's has set in. But I joke. I enjoy you all. Stephen Nola, you too, baby. You keep it real. And remember, Stan Fischler said Boston would go nowhere this year because Tuka Rask was their goalie. He also predicted that Chris Kreider would win the Calder. He also predicted before we go that the Rangers in Vancouver would be meeting at the finals right now. So if one thing this show has taught you in the last 30 seconds is Stan Fischler doesn't know jack shit. Absolutely. Get that, everybody. Good night, everybody. Stephen Nola just kissed.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 